don't look at your fucking list. Okay. Mm-hmm. I freestyle. I'm like Eminem. Yeah. But the chocolate. <laughs> just, just, just the peanut covered in goodness. <laughs> Should we roll? You. Hi everyone and welcome to another week of the Jolt Switch podcast here. We do have a few details to go through. A couple topics here that we're looking at will be the weekly research changes, Team Rocket shenanigans once again. Uh, we do have Return of the Reggie Bros going on as we speak, a colossal discovery that has completed here, uh, more insight on points of interest, our Self Arena tournament where the wild things are, as well as the Ferocious Six. So now, before we dive in here, I just want to make sure that everyone is aware that our podcast is powered by Patreon. And I want to give a big shout-out and thanks to our newest patron, the Pokemon Professor Network. Thanks so much, guys, for supporting us. That means a lot. I cried. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Now, Patreon does enhance your Discord experience. Our Discord is free to join in. But if you want a few more perks, you can take a peek at our Patreon and see what that support can do. For as little as $1 a month, you can help the PvP scene that we admin in our region here. And any level of support does help immensely. Now, if monetary support isn't quite your thing, make sure to drop a rating on whatever podcast subscriber you are listening to us on here. Whether it's Google or Apple Podcasts. I know Spotify doesn't support that yet, but uh, if you're listening anywhere else or if you track us down anywhere else, make sure you show us you like what you hear. Now, diving in this week, the first thing I want to touch on is the Research Breakthrough Rotation. That did change on November 1st and will be running all the way until January 1st, and that's 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, What that means is that each week, so every seven days that you complete that research, you get a shot at, uh, instead of that lovely flowered crown Eevee that we were all such a big fan of, Mm -hmm. you get to take a peek at Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, Groudon, and Kyogre. And they're all shiny possible. (laughs) You already got yours. Yeah, I waited until after 4 p.m. I don't remember what time I got it, but I clicked it and it was my first ever shiny Moltres. Oh, yeah, I fucked up on that. I opened my, um... Oh, I was so upset. So upset. Um, I opened my research task at 11, like a dumbass. I'm like, why is there a freaking Eevee in it? I was not happy. Not even a shiny Eevee. I got, okay, honestly, I got my shiny Eevee in the crown out of my second box. And Remember you... when I went away to training? Yep. Yep. That's how I knew we were going to do great on our presentation. I'm like, yeah, that's a shiny Eevee. <laughs> we're going to fucking rock this. And we did. Aside from that, there's not too, too much change there. So it will be, uh, it will be a couple months of that. But rather than having that one thing constantly... We have something that we've seen before, and they're all shiny possible once again. Yes. A little more variation. I know that we've all seen these. Again, we've seen them before, but it's uh, it's a perk to have something that isn't that you don't know exactly what you're going to get, I think. Yeah. The only thing out of the... F- it's the five of them, right? Yeah. The five of them that I need um, shiny is the Articuno and a Groudon. You didn't get a Groudon? I did not. I don't know if I got a Groudon. Why? What? 
Get him. If you're gonna get him, get him. Get him. Protect us. That's right. We don't pay you for nothing. Brrr, get him, Zoe. Or her. Or her. Sorry. Protect the house, hound. That's right. Yeah, but there's some shit going on in the hallways. Yeah, which is weird. It's been really weird, actually. Like, I was sitting here um, Halloween night, and Matt's working late. He gets off at around 10.30, you know, or later. Depends when people get off the phones. Um, but I was sitting here with the dogs, and we were watching TV, and someone started rattling our doorknob. It was the weirdest thing, and for whatever reason, I was actually talking to your sister about it because mm-hmm. she had a hunch, too, to lock her door, and someone tried to get into her apartment, too, in Kingston, which is ridiculous because I've, I've had this experience in Toronto, like, on Halloween because people think that, like, people are not home, they're trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. and they leave their door open, so they try to go into apartment. These two went ballistic. Well, yeah. So as soon as, like, the person heard them, like, barking backed away from the doorknob i didn't even see them but i had the door locked and i had the chain on i don't know i don't know should you go and bang on the door scare hmm? the shit out of them go bang on the door yeah just <laughs> say something like help me get me out <laughs> oh that would have caused some shit they'd never come back <laughs> which is a good thing oh yeah you can never leave can you imagine oh my god <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Moving through here, we do have those Team Rocket shenanigans. There has been some details dropped about the Rocket thing that Will is going through on his uh, blog updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the 28th, Spark had took to testing the radar that uh, Professor Willow had created uh, into his own hands. He decided to so go. So not and, not somebody else's hands, his own hands. Well, no, he uh, decided to test it without asking anyone if he should test it. I was making a joke. I know you're making a joke. Fucking killed it for me. I quit. You don't pay <laughs> me enough for this. <laughs> now the perk to Spark taking it, he was concerned about Team Rocket stealing eggs and making them shadow Pokemon. Little babies. Which is. To me, that's really cute of Spark to do. That is really and, cute. Yeah, it's really cool. Sierra, who was another one of the Rocket bosses, mocked him for that, for caring about the baby Pokemon. What a bitch. I know, right? The femme fatale is a right bitch. Well, I mean, it's kind of her jab. She has Team Rocket. She took our jabs. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who watches South Park, they know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know what she's talking yeah, about. Oh, my God. Sometimes, just sometimes. Now, Spark stepped up from Blanche and actually battled Sierra, which is a a bonus there. He did lose, but I do applaud him, even though he lost, to battling and actually stepping up. Mm -hmm. And defending the eggs and the baby Pokemon. Yes. That speaks to a lot of his character. Yes, but the baby Pokemon are still in danger. (laughs) Right, they are still in danger. I'm not, not disputing that, but I'm glad that someone tried to save them. I know. And battled even in the sight of their beyond Master League levels. Danger! 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 (laughs) (laughs) God. (laughs) Whatever you say, Kevin. Whatever, man. 
then two days later, on October 30th, Candela was out with Willow uh, because re- he was trying to place her fiery passion on a task because she was kind of all over the place in, in the office. She didn't know where to focus her energy. So Wow, well, he- you could say she's a rat, eh? It's a little bit, yeah. Yeah, ever so slightly. <laughs> So her passions and emotions actually help her through regular situations. What was happening right at that si- at that time was they were weighing her down. Hold on, we're having like going on over there from the penny public. Laos, are you done? Yes? That's it? Cool. Now Arlo is actually a Team Valor turncoat. He started as Team Valor. Yeah, who's the challenge now? Turncoat. He said it last time. I know. That's why I'm just like, why do you poke fun at me and then steal my shit? Because you're fire your writers. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) So fire myself. Kind of. Oh my goodness. You fired. (laughs) There was no collusion. So Arlo and Candela were actually friends, and then when Candela became the leader of Team Valor, he took off and must have joined Team Rocket. So they did see Arlo when they were out. They could tell that they were outnumbered by the Shadow Pokemon who were all surrounding Arlo. Mm-hmm. So they took a calculated decision and some military stuff. They advanced to the rear. Advanced to the rear! <laughs> so they didn't battle, but uh, I just want to point out that they also didn't freeze my god, you're so salty. <laughs> so the radar is now actually oh, functioning god. without error. And we did actually have another release of information here on the first. Now, with the research findings that uh, we as trainers are actually helping and sending in, that's all of us, not just not just Uberspew and I here. They do have the next phase of the rocket radar prototype, which Professor Willow is um, calling the super rocket radar. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, definitely a very creative. For record's name. sake, it almost sounds like he's a ro- he's like a lawyer. <laughs> For the record, <laughs> I did not have you know what with that you know what. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> you're so ridiculous sometimes. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry. So Willow is speaking to trainers, trying out the super rocket radar, and everything is being concerning. Um, because the original rocket radar was actually focused on detecting signals to track the hideouts themselves. Mm-hmm. But what we're seeing here is the super rocket radar. The new device can intercept signals allowing us to track not only the hideouts, but the headquarters too. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely big information. Oh man, I'll be looking at stuff on the plane. You know what I was thinking the other day actually? What's up? Like, I understand that they're writing this... Uh, quasi story Mm -hmm. and they're painting a picture but like how cool would it be if they were like tiny episodes for the game itself like for the team rocket bit like if they actually put out like little you know how they have like little videos of like the pokemon coming out like the new ones Mm -hmm. right like this is what you're gonna get in raids imagine having like a little video of like i don't know you know spark meeting this leader and like doing this and the baby shadow egg things yeah. Like, I just, I wish I had some visual, because I'm a very visual person. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I can imagine it Yeah. and stuff like that, but I think it would be just an extra oomph to add to that. It would be fun to have that, mm-hmm. but I'd rather have it as part of the game. Yeah, like, or even, you know, 
when uh, Professor Willow's just talking about shit, like, I wish he wouldn't talk to me. He'd give me, like, a little video. <laughs> or something. Or yeah. a picture. Or anything. I mean, if we have these guys battling, so uh, we'll probably see Candela versus Arlo, Spark versus Sierra, and uh, Blanche, if she ever pulls her socks up, battling um, Cliff, then... I could see, say, a battle with who they're battling, and then they take off in the video, and then our job for that week or that month or whatever would be us battling that leader. Also, you can't say she about Blanche anymore. She's non-binary. You can't say that. All right, to also apologies for referring to Blanche as she. I understand some information has come out to say that, she, that this person is non-binary. I will try to focus on saying they and them in the future. All right, and we did have the Colossal Discovery being completed on the 2nd of November. We had a pretty good time at that event. I did. I, I did. It was cold as shit. It was wet as shit. Yeah, it rained the whole first It was part. literally like all three seasons. There was spring, there was winter, and there was autumn. Yeah. And I hated all of it. The Temperature-wise. Yeah, the weather yeah, was garbage. That's all. But hoy, we walked a lot. Oh, yeah. That's some decent stuff. You got a 100% uh, Reggie. Reggie Ice. Reggie Ice. Reggie Ice. I got a Hundo Ice Boy. Hundo Ice Boy. Then I got a Shiny Ice Boy. Did you get a Shiny Ice Boy? I did. I was the first one to get a Shiny out of right, 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 right. all of us. Yeah. And then I got a Shiny Rock Boy. All oh, right, you only missed the steel one. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm I'm upset because you got it and I didn't. Yeah, I got the the shiny ice, shiny rock, but no shiny. No, you shiny got steel. Shiny steel, shiny, shiny rock, rock, but no, no shiny, shiny ice. ice. So together we have all three shiny. Yes, two yeah. rocks. Yes, I'm gonna work on you trading me that shiny Reggie steel <laughs> so I can have all three. And I got a Hondo Reggie steel too. Yes, you did. And, and I somehow came across today. I this is with, <laughs> with like <fuck>. Go Plus. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize. I got a shiny swine up to start the day, and then I got the shiny rock, and then between the shiny rock and the shiny steel, I got a shiny geodude. I don't even know how I'm still living in this house. <laughs> I hate you. I just typed in shiny to look at what shinies I got. And I, I, I was like, oh, look, I got a shiny Jew, dude. <laughs> oh, look, a piece of candy. And oh, look, a piece of candy. Wasn't you know, <laughs> that Gandhi and... <laughs> what? The Gandhi in uh, fucking family Clone guy? High. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. I'm talking about Family Guy. Ooh, a piece of candy. Oh, a piece of candy. Right, I'm thinking, a plastic bag, a plastic bag, a plastic oh bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Where um, they were trying to catch James Wood. James Woods. They were trying to get him into a trap, like an animal trap, so they left, like, a trail uh, of candy, and he was like, ooh, a piece of candy, ooh, a piece of candy, ooh, a piece of candy. And oh then the God. fucking, like, stick and box trap just fell on him, and they, like, mailed him to some somewhere. Oh or something of that, you know, nature. But any slut, he claims all the time, I don't collect Chinese, I don't care about them. And then he gets them all. Yep. It is the most annoying well, not them all, fucking thing. Lots of them. <laughs> not them all, just lots of them. Ooh, my name is Matt. 
<laughs> hate you. It's <laughs> alright. Mm. Hey, you get shinies too. Not as much as you do. It's not fair. Yeah, but I play more. What do you mean you play more? I play more. Where? When? When I walk to work every day. Are you fucking kidding me? I sit <laughs> at my desk and my game is open. Constantly. Because I, I can. Yeah, I got a shiny zigzagoon at my desk one time. <laughs> you know what I got at my desk? What? Dick all. <laughs> That's what I got at my desk. You have a closer Pokestop, though. I do. I do. And you have the ability to go out and take pictures. Yeah, I do whatever I want. It's kind of good that way. Oh, do you hear Vincent? Oh, he's so unhappy. Second. Maybe bring him here, see what happens. People yeah, seem yeah. seem to enjoy their presence. Oh bring the fuck faces. <laughs> On this week's episode of What the Fuck Are the Cats Doing? <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> what the fuck are the cats doing? Oh, just Vincenzo. Bring me this chanzo, bring, bring me the chanzo, bring me the chanzo, ch-ch-ch-chanzo, Cause he is meowing, cause he's a little shit. There is my McFadson. Come here. Little furball, come here. Oh, I was so unhappy. I just wanted to have No, don't run away. You wanted this. This is what you wanted. Oh, I love you. I love you so much. Ah, let me go, woman. What the fuck were we talking about? Uh, we were just talking about the colossal discovery. I understand, but where did we finish? The shinies and stuff. Oh, how you get shinies and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah, still, still a piss off. Right, moving on. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Just moving on. We do have the Reggie Bros that are sticking around until November 4th, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, so on Monday, while I'm in Atlanta, you're going to go out and raid for me. So I can get a shiny Registeel. Yes, once the podcast is finished being edited and Thanks posted. Thanks so much. You're so great. Please do. So we do have two times incubator effectiveness for that whole segment so mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't have something in an incubator incubate that shit make sure you have something incubated and if you put it in before 4 p.m eastern standard time on the fourth it will remain at half distance even after the event expires mm-hmm. lucky duckies now at 4 p.m eastern standard time cobalion will be changing with the reggie bros so this will be our newest tier 5 raid boss. It's going to be our first Gen 5 legendary. So this legendary Pokemon actually battled against humans to protect Pokemon. So any humans that were disrespecting Pokemon, this Cobalion was there to... Protect the Pokemon. Protect. He's a protector. He is a fighting and steel type, mm-hmm. and his personality is calm and composed. I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure when you're going out against this uh, this legendary beast. Against? Against this. <laughs> you said against? Hurry <laughs> now. Oh my god. <laughs> they are weak to ground, fighting, and fire. So if you're using pretty much anything against the Reggies today of ground typing probably be something good to bring against here mm-hmm. so I'm going to have my Rhyperior in there probably I'm a champ both my, oh, both my champ, my champs maybe and fire types too 
They are part of a legendary... It, he Or he, I say he. It is part of a legendary trio. Uh, Terrakion and Verizion, which uh, Mario Master likes to say Verizon. I support that. Look at the word. It's <laughs> Verizon. It's Verizon. Or he's Verizon. Ricka, ricka, ricka. It's his rapper name. He's Verizon, but he's Verizon. So all of these guys, <laughs> all of these guys are part steel type because they are sort of. I think they're called the Swords of Justice or something. Oh, the Swords of Justice. Which is hilarious because they're not in Sword and Shield. Oh God. Okay. Enough now, of you. I had some. I heard something recently, and aside from Ingress. I was wondering originally when Pokemon came out, why or how do the world's points of interest have relevance in Pokemon Go? I understand there are places for for them to put stops and gyms and things. Yeah. But why was that a decision? Why did they not just create random places? Okay. What do you mean random places? Like, okay, great. This is a place on a map. Okay. It's tied to a point of interest. Okay. Why did you decide to use points of interest for this? Why not? Because points of interest attract people, therefore people are going to be there. So it makes it easier. Like if you're traveling Hmm. around the world, right? Let's say you're going to Paris, I don't know, right? Mm -hmm. And you want to see the Eiffel Tower. I'm sure there's a fucking Pokestop there or around there, right? Same thing with the Empire State Building. Hmm. So if you're traveling, like tomorrow, I'm going to go to Atlanta, right? So on my downtime when I'm not doing, you know, crazy training... I'm going to see points of interest, and there's probably going to be Pokestops around there. Yeah. So that makes my life easier, because I'm not from there. I don't know where anything is. Right, but if you go into game and there's points to go to, that I understand that they're there because they are worldly points of interest. Okay. But I was trying to figure out why were those points chosen specifically. Because... If they... you're not there as a tourist, if you're there as a gamer... Yeah. You're playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. Did they really need to use the points of interest? I would say so. Okay. If you tell me right now, go to the uh, the canoe at Victoria Park, and I live here, I know where that is. Right. I see it in my head. So, again, someone in New York, you tell them Empire State Building, they're like, okay, got it, go down this street, turn left, you know what I mean? Or the special bench in Central Park or whatever. Yeah, but that's that bench is in Central Park. You know where Central Park is. Right. If you just went this bench... And just kind of left it mute. How the fuck am I going to know how to get there? Okay, but I'm... Again, it was... it was. I was trying to see the connection between our world okay. and Pokemon. Because they're two oh, different... Oh, like if there's... Are you, are, are you trying to, like, Shakespeare this? No, no, no. Like just, a guy wrote a play and now we're reading into it? No. Like, <laughs> Is that what you're doing? They're two separate worlds and Correct. Pokemon Go has been placed on, on our world. Yes. As a carbon copy. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out... uh, What I was trying to figure out Mm -hmm. was why they would have used those points of interest as opposed to just adding points in a game that looked like they belong there. Oh, you mean like brand new ones? Yeah. That weren't like designated places that we have. But... So like naming a poll, let's let's say, Mm. let's go really simple. Naming a poll like the stick of truth. Another South Park reference. Nah, nah. Like... Hold on, we're itching. Is it an itchy Zoe? Come here. I'll scratch so you can be quiet. Ah, oh, that's a good scratch. Okay, carry on. I'm busy. But it was like in Pokemon, for instance, Vermilion City had all sorts of shit. It had like 
Lieutenant Surge at the gym and at the Pokemon Center, the Mart. Every city had that. That were at the Poco Center, the Mart, in Vermilion City, in the game, in the original main series games. So would you be happy if Saint, you know, Mary's Hospital was a Pokemon Center? Ah, uh, shakies. It's, is that like is no, that what you I'm want? Just, like I don't understand what you want. I was just trying to figure out how they had created a whole new world for Pokemon as opposed to using the same sort of spots and information that they had in the original game. Well, because they integrated it into our right, world. Right, which was interesting, and I was trying to figure out why and how they did it that way. But I actually did hear something on... Uh, I actually started listening to a new podcast, The Sylph Radio. Okay. Uh, if you tune into episode 63, they actually talked about something that drew my mind to it mm-hmm. uh, in the main series games those points of interest in the game itself yeah. were used as main points for pokemon stuff for like in the game so like when you go to there's in certain games there's like the battle tower and all of these things but they're not just the battle tower it's like the lighthouse that you people go to the lighthouse to battle and train and do these things yeah so at that point it made more sense to me why Niantic had used our reality as points of interest instead of cr- using points of interest from the game and designated something in the world with that, if that okay, makes sense. Okay, so why do you think that is? I mean, it fits the thing. Um, with with the information, I mean, they are marked as Pokestops. You can draw people with lures and as well as Team Rocket now, right? So you, you have those things that now people are coming to to train and do the same things that they were doing in the main series games. Mm-hmm. That when the game first came out, I was like, okay, that's cool, it's there, but it's not really Pokemon. I don't know why it's there. So you can get balls. Oh, no, and I understand it's to get balls. But my my question isn't why is a Pokestop there? It's why did they choose that location for a Pokestop? I literally just told you. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. I'm explaining why I was curious to begin with. Okay. (laughs) You're doing that in a really weird way. Because you have this issue of saying, oh, you're right. I'm agreeing with you. Great. Can I have it in writing? You have it on a podcast. Dope. (laughs) Even better. But that's actually interesting that you even thought about that. My brain does weird things. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so even on top of that, I mean, we have gyms as well, which you can take, defend, and raid at. Mm-hmm. And now we're building more Thanks. with Sylph Arena. We're creating places that people go to to battle and have tournaments and practice and things like that. Okay. Which is also an awesome thing that this game has done. Yeah, but those things, keep in mind, like, that's not an in-game thing. Right. That's a community thing, which I think is even cooler. Yeah. Because now we've put another segment, if I may, and another piece into the game. Yeah. Ah, fuck, I lost. I had nothing to do with it. No, I did this on my own. Uh, (laughs) Balls. So, I mean, aside from that, we didn't have too, too much left to go over. We do have our... Wasn't sure if you're going to make noise at the end of that. Oh, no. No, no, no. (laughs) Self-control is strong with this one. (laughs) Just today. (laughs) What? So we do have our Ferocious Cup scheduled for our region here. So for uh, Pogo KWCG, 
We are hosting Where the Wild Things Are at Patton Social once again. It's been a great venue for us so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have check-in set at 5 p.m. on November 24th. So you can come in, get a seat, grab a drink, have some food. Get funnel cake. Oh, my goodness. You are excited for that funnel cake. That's all I want. That funnel cake. mac and cheese was Oh, amazing. I think this is the third time we've mentioned the mac yes. and cheese. But it's just, it like, you don't understand. It's that good. It's like mac, mac and cheese and, like, bacon and, like, truffles. And garlic. And garlic. Like, it is fucking Which is delicious. hilarious because you hate garlic and you love that. Ugh, just don't talk about it. So the tournament does start at 6, mm-hmm. but it's a hard start at 6. So if you decide not to show up at 5 or 5.15 for your check-in and you miss it and we start at 6, we are not taking that step back. No. That's why we have that check-in time so early. Not only that, you can help to support the venue. Mm-hmm. Or just get settled. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, get there, a pop is fine. Like, I don't drink. No, no, no. You know what I mean? So I'll get a pop and while I'm sitting there setting up, I get hungry. But then my natural state is always hungry. So yeah, we're not saying buy out the menu, but no, come no, in. No. I mean, if it is around dinner time, so if you haven't had dinner, you might as well. Why not come out for dinner? Like their fries are also amazing. I had the whole bucket of <laughs> fries and cheese. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And now I'm hungry again. Shit. Do we have food? I don't know. Kind of curious. Ooh, we have hungry men's. Ooh. Ooh. So that's what we're going to be uh, moving to. and uh, Because it's quarter to 12, and I still have to finish packing. What are you talking about? You just finished. I still have to like make sure. I didn't double check, so I don't know if I'm missing shit. I got to make sure like my passport and all that shit's in order. I'm just, I'm just an over-packer and over-planner. All right there. Well, Roxy did need to head out to Atlanta there. She has arrived safe and sound, so everyone can rest assured that she will be back next week, of course. In the meantime, we have completed that Ferocious Six tournament with Go Live. Uh, So if you did get to catch it on their Twitch stream, I'm glad to hear that there. We did have uh, Jay Farmakis as well as Jimma Banks hosting the shoutcasting on that Twitch station. I did get to host sort of a more of a radio broadcast on my YouTube channel. So if you got to tune into that, I'm glad to hear it. We did have the winner come out as Guan87. So I do want to send out congratulations to Guan87. He remained undefeated throughout the tournament. Uh, his last matchup was against someone who only had one defeat. So um, if he did lose that last matchup, it would have turned into the same thing that we'd seen in the last month's tournament, the Sinister Cup with Nerd. But uh, he came out with the win in the last round and got to walk home with the trophy undisputed. So do keep an eye out for more details about the radio broadcasting piece that we're looking into to try and get that built for uh, as opposed to the TV commentary that you see with uh, with Jimma and uh, Jay Farmakis. They will be available through Go Live, uh, and I am also going to be working with Go Live to try and have Pokemon Go PvP become that esport that we all want to see it happen. So uh, make sure you just keep your ears out on everybody. You can follow everyone on Twitter as well as YouTube. 
And, of course, Instagram, you can take a peek. Go Live is always good for posting pictures and everything from the tournament. I will always make sure to post things. Our next tournament that we'll have, when Sylph announces what the meta will be, will be on December 1st at, once again, The Hive. So make sure you keep uh, an ear out, an eye out, and all the, for all those details, we'll be more than happy to, uh, to keep all the information coming. And make sure to tune in to uh, Jim Banks. He, uh, he does have a new podcast. You can actually access it on uh, Spotify. I believe he said it was on also Google and Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, he is three episodes in. It's called Our PvP Podcast. Just make sure you tune in, take a listen, uh, see if you like what you hear. Make sure to drop him a rating as well. And, uh, I mean, anything else uh, that we want to tune into here, tune in on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You can always send us an email at joltswitch@outlook.com. And you can leave a voice message by clicking that link in the description. Let us know what's going on. As Roxy likes to say, tell her a story. Let her know what's going on. She'll be more than happy to listen, and we'll be more than happy to play you on air and speak to any of the information that you're sharing there. And just make sure to drop your star piece.